What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype, episode 261. We got a jam-packed episode. DJ Ski is in the building. He's going to be on the podcast today, guys, opening some cards, celebrating the Loop two-year anniversary, guys. Go ahead and down the Loop app. Download the Loop app. Don't down the Loop app because that wouldn't be good. But download the Loop app now. We're having a lot of fun ripping stuff on the Loop app with Ty, Cody over there. Uh, tell us how much you love the Loop app and the community there. I've been having a great time over there. Uh, Ty's just joined in, and I feel like has put it, brought in this like bolt of energy, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. Like we've been doing great giveaways, awesome stuff. We've got more incredible stuff planned. We're actually this Friday. We're gonna have a huge baseball mix to celebrate game one of the world series so make sure to download the app uh you can we got a qr code if you go to our schedule on mojobreak.com you can just scan that and download it so come on join us join us for it there's going to be new features coming soon so uh we're having a really good time on there we love it so join loop follow mojo break sports cards been a lot of fun dan how's it going are you excited for the rams game this weekend I'm just channeling my inner tie with the uh, the finger push-ups. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, he, does you know? He, does he gets it ready. Rocket yeah, he gets fire ready. fingers. Gets it ready. Speaking of fire fingers, who's running the ball for the Rams this weekend? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I hope it's I not mean, Christian McCaffrey. To be, be honest with you, it truly doesn't matter because your defense just really isn't that good. Overrated. Look, I, I hope it's... Henderson going to yeah. be running the rock. I hope it is because he's starting for my is fantasy that your, Is that your fantasy guy? Yeah, What's he more is. more important, fantasy, fantasy or reality? Right I mean, now, reality. since you're below 500, I would say fantasy. I am four is, and three, thank you very much. No, not... Oh, okay. Not I was you. like, hey, hey, hey. You're... Well, again... The Niners are below 500. The Niners are below 500. Yes. Your other team... Yeah. Your my fantasy other, team correct. and your other, other team, the Chargers... That's um, true. My so bolts are other, other. Hey, I've other, got other. I've got the same record as my bolts, so you know I, we're doing fine. It'll be go, all right. Go bolts. What's up? How how does that make you feel, Doug? Is like Cody being a Niner fan. He's just like I'm also a Charger fan. There's no competition there, and it's the real team in L.A. It's okay, the, well that's not. They built SoFi Stadium <laughs> for the Chargers. They, well, that is definitely not true. We all know what's up. They're it's for Herbert. It's for Herbert and his hair. And no, C-Rad's not even here to defend uh, the, the Chargers. Char the Chargers, like, Cronky's like, here's a futon. You could sleep on our couch. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'll be honest. I liked it when they had their own stadium. They shared it with uh, the LA Galaxy and had, like, 17 people show up, you know? That was more intimate. And more oh, intimate I, oh, you mean Carson. I thought you, meant yeah. Qual I thought you meant Qualcomm. Sure. No, well, Qualcomm, boy, you want to talk about a dump. Qualcomm oh, at the end there was Okay, rough. okay, okay, okay. Like Qualcomm. At the end there, at the end. Qualcomm or Oakland Coliseum? Which one? Qualcomm. Easily. Uh, you have to think about that, man. No, because at the end it was so bad, like like decaying as bad as the Coliseum, if not worse. Um, location pretty San eh, Diego. I'll, yeah, but the location itself, it's so far away from everything. Um, I so so I, is the Coliseum. I, I guess I'll just go. I'll go. Coliseum is worse, just because it's still up and they're still trying to use it. <laughs> Whereas at, at least at a certain point they realize we got to get out of here. What, with Qualcomm. Uh, what what's is they, Qual I mean, what's Qualcomm being used for? It's an empty lot. It, it's gone. No, uh, they're, they're gone. Yeah, like it's it, went, it went the way of candlestick. It is apparently if you were underneath the stadium, there were pieces of concrete that were actually falling off of it the last season. And they went, yeah, we got to get out of here. Jeez, yeah, it was well, bad. It was in bad shape. And to, we're talking about the Los Angeles slash San Diego Chargers. I want to take some stock, and it turns in, in terms of cards right now because we have some kind of 
stuff up in the air about quarterbacks. We have, you know, Mac Jones situation, which is not great for collectors that invested heavily. I mean, his prices were insane in the offseason. You've got uh, Justin Herbert, maybe a question mark now. Um, You obviously have Trey Lance that went down. So, you know, what are some of your guys' bets for – you know, picking up some quarterbacks and maybe potentially seeing their values rise. Are we Zach Wilson? Is it time to pick him up? Is it Justin Fields? Uh, Where do we navigate in your guys' opinion for collectors? And uh, it's a good question for you guys. Comment on the video below here is, you know, a lot of stuff is shaking out now that we're getting close to the midpoint of the season. We're starting to hit buys and stuff. Who are some of the guys that you would like, if you put, if you had to put your money on today, who would you put your money on? Who would I put my money on right now? If you wanted, like, you know, a, a, a safer investment out of the last two to three years of rookies, could it be like a Malik Willis, the unknown? Could it be Kenny Pickett? When we've seen a little bit of Kenny Pickett, if say, I think the safe bet right now is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the. I mean, he's. But he wasn't the safe bet like three weeks ago. He. He he was he was the safe pick. We know that Joe Burrow is going to put it together. I mean, he look what he's doing with a bad offensive line. I would not be blown away if the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl again. He's he's got that winning culture. I mean, what about like a Jalen Hurts? Is that a flash in the pan? Is that a guy that you want to sell now? Or you guys think that he's shown you guys enough? I mean, he hasn't lost a game. I think I would personally sell Jalen Hurts, but I won't like I won't disagree if you want to hold him. The Eagles right now are clearly the class of that of the conference right now in a in in in, in NFL landscape where there's a lot of mediocrity the eagles are the only one that have really separated themselves and i know they had kind of a weird ending of that game uh against the cowboys but i still will put my money on him still being at least this season being the real deal uh and i will say with with some of the 2020 guys uh i just want to point out if the season ended today Bengals would not be in the playoffs but the charges what just just want to point well, that kind of hurts my super bowl out. prediction doesn't it well where do you rank the <laughs> hard to get to the super bowl if you don't make, a you don't make now they're like it's again because <laughs> almost the league, impossible yeah it's a little i don't think it's ever happened in it's fact. never happened it, they could be the first team now. <laughs> How, where do you guys where do you guys rank the 2020 is it still burrow and herbert one and two or can you move to uh and hurts past either of those guys no i'm no. going i'm going burrow herbert Tua. Tua's team team is good i mean he's he's good when he's in there but i i don't i don't think he is on the caliber of of herbert or burrow i mean honestly like if you had a quarterback to basically be the guy on your team would you consider picking tua over burrow or herbert I wouldn't even pick him over Hurts at this point. Although, um, I will say, I think... I know Doug really, really wants to uh, yeah. just to, like... It's that lefty Fellow thing. Lefty. He's just like, I really want him to be the greatest second... The second best quarterback well, in the league, right, be- right well, behind Trey Lance. He did, you know, as you can see on my Instagram, I am clearly a lefty on our Instagram on the shot. And, and that is a, a select... Uh, spot for shot if you make a ball in a hoop record it say mojo break you to free spot and select check out the video on instagram anyway plug plug uh, i found out today or actually yesterday that uh two is not a true lefty he's only a lefty when it comes to quarterback what so that's kind of changed my 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 thing fraud a little bit what like I, I heard he like writes right-handed <laughs> he does everything else right-handed. he's ambidextrous but Basically. he's not a true lefty i'm a true lefty i do everything wow. do you feel i wonder i wonder if been he, duped. I, I wonder, if he, I wonder I if he was to taking a bat 
and swing, does he does he hit lefty or uh, righty? I think he would hit righty. I hear. I hear he because that was remember lefty. remember Tim Lincecum. He batted right left, yeah, but he batted lefty. Yeah. That's right. That is bizarre. Fair it is. And but there's been a handful of baseball players who've done that. Yes. Who've who've. Yeah. You think they're lefty, then they throw righty, or vice versa. But yeah, I mean. I guess we could say in terms of quarterbacks, I mean, we were all hyped for 2021, but it's clearly the 2020 class. I mean, leaps and bounds, right? Um, and, uh, well, you rank, can, rank your top three 2021 quarterbacks at the moment. It's, uh, it's hard to say Trevor, but I think it's got to be Trevor, number one. He, he's got to be number one, right? Yeah. I, I think I, he's still number I, one. I think yeah. you've got to say Fields. Over, over, over Zach Wilson? Mm, yeah. I, I After think, Monday night, I think it was. Look, I, I he looked really good over against Dave, Bel- over Belichick. Da- is not a schlub coach. Over Davis Mills. Over Davis Mills. What's Davis Mills doing? He's out. He's playing. He's out there throwing he's out, the ball. He's, he's out, out there. He's out there. Uh, one thing about uh, Dave, we all agree that Trevor Lawrence. One thing is about one? Davis yeah. Mills, though, week in and week out, he is consistently out there. Yeah. He shows up. He shows That's up. That's half the battle. He shows up every week. Has <laughs> has Justin Fields passed up Mac Jones? Cody. Oh man. Not yet? I look, I know that's the easy knee-jerk reaction to say. And look, I have been full on, I think Zappy over his Mac. I don't know if that holds as much water after Would you I say think Zappy for Zappy? I think, I think he just likes saying his name. I love saying Zappy. <laughs> it makes me happy. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But uh, I I I, I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm not ready to go there. Belichick also ha- is just very weird with with players, especially quarterbacks, or when he knows, unless it's Tom Brady, um, he's kind of in uncharted waters right now. Bill Belichick, like he has not had, like he has been able to just forget about that position his entire career, yeah. and for the first time in his career, he is, and he's kind of treating that position like he treats every other position. That there is no, there's no hierarchy. It's just you give me the best person at that very moment, and it kind of came back to haunt him on Monday night. I know it worked for those first two drives, so yeah, he's. I don't, I don't know. I'm not ready to go full on. That was, over, I mean, that, overnight, was that was a wild choice. At first, we were thinking it was maybe an injury. That he didn't recover from, but I think it was clearly just a, a knee-jerk reaction um, on Belichick, which you I, don't see a lot of coaches make. Yeah, I you mean, can kill your if, quarterback's confidence. If you listen and you kind of expect this with Belichick's post-game conference, like he literally said nothing. He, yeah, like it was just like chess games. He didn't. He didn't say it was injury, and he didn't say it was performance-based. He just went up there and said words that meant nothing, as he always does. And I've seen some, you know, Facebook groups fire sales on Mac Jones, like literally after the game or during the game. Look what he is does. It t- is, I mean, can you, if you I, get a good enough price, are you guys buying Mac I, Jones? I actually, I think Mac, I think we don't know if Mac Jones is 100% healthy. We also don't know what Belichick is thinking. Look how he handles his running backs. No, no rhyme or reason. He may actually be looking at the quarterback position like, I think Zappy is a better option for this game. In a week, he may be like, I think Mac Jones is a better option for this game. It may be truly yeah. a quarterback by committee on a game-to-game basis. Which I think for Belichick, again, I think he has done this for a lot of other positions throughout that career and why the Patriots have been successful. But I think quarterback is such a different monster. It's You're shaking the confidence. It's not just like you're doing this for a, you know to Brian Hoyer or something. These are two young quarterbacks who you do that, and I feel like you're shaking their confidence, and they're not getting the reps they need. I don't know. If I was, if I was Belichick, 
I kind of I kind of accept that this is not the team this year. I think there's at least there's there's three teams at the division right now that are better than the New but England think Patriots, about and they need to just develop a quarterback. If you're an yeah. opponent of the Patriots, you go all week and you're trying to figure out what the game plan is and what quarterback it's going to be. That that will a hundred percent mess with the game or plan. I do like your your point too because yeah, I mean look at over the years like the Matt Flynn's of of the of the league that got playing time and did well and then they were able to be moved or traded for big pieces of the puzzle. I know it sounds crazy. You don't want to do it this early, but now if Bailey Zappy does well, he could maybe go into the off season and get some picks or get somebody. I don't know if that's happening. I want to make a really really crazy bold statement that I'm going to get blasted for. I think the 2022 rookie class could be better than the 2021 rookie class. Ooh. I mean, you got Kenny Pickett. You got Bailey Zappi. Malik Willis. We don't know what we have in him. (laughs) Just picking names out of a hat. I mean, you got got (laughs) Garrett Garrett Wilson. You got Chris Olave. You got Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as we thought. And I'm not not hyping up product. I I don't care. I could guarantee you every single GM that was looking for a quarterback this year in the draft – doesn't agree with you. But we're looking at the situation, <laughs> and I know Trey Lance got hurt. We don't know what he's about. We don't know if he'll ever play again. We don't know if he'll play, if he'll be effective. Um, you know, you see got Mac Jones got benched. Um, you know, you've got Trevor, who's is, – is he is he still going to be good? I, mean, I, think, I think I've seen enough from Trevor Lawrence, and I know they've, they've had a really frustrating start because I think they've been in a lot of games. They're a lot better than their record. Absolutely. Yeah. And, he, and he is not the problem there. There's just – that's a team that's not built quite yet. Like, they are still building towards something. They're better than they were a year ago. They've got a way better coaching posi- – they're way better in coaching you, position. You they're get, gonna, he's going to eventually be the number one guy. Easily, you get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, like you, you switch the Bengals receivers with the Jags receivers, and Trevor Lawrence is an All Pro. Now, did Jamar Chase? I, I think that is agreed. the glaring. I think that's the glaring issue that Could they be. have on their team. They don't have any. They weapons. don't. They don't have that surefire number one receiver, Christian Kirk. They're they surefire number one. They sure paid them like a number one. Well, I, I think the best thing that happened to them is Travis Etienne really showed some potential this week. And weekend. that was my guy last week, guys. If you remember, they said, "Who are you gonna pick?" I said, "Trevor needs a guy. He needs a couple guys. You're right to 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 you know carry the load a little bit with him there because yeah, he will clearly be. He's clearly the most talented of that class. I I, I from the get go, I think it was pretty obvious um, of a class that is is a very good class still, but you know. It doesn't feel – I think we also are thinking it's more disappointing because 2020 is so incredible right now where, like, the gap between Hertz and Tua and Burrow and Herbert, I think, has shrunk a lot more this year. Yeah. So suddenly that's like there are four – three top guys you could make an argument we're, for a fourth We're missing guy. one guy. One guy got put into the mix. We have the, the worst penmanship of oh, 2021 – Oh. Sam Ellinger. Yeah, you need you need now to. the now the starting quarterback for a good Colts team. Yeah, and, Indeed, and, and a, a talented, a, a talented have a good Colts defense. team. Yeah, started for the rest of the year. Yeah, could be your could be could he be could. Our, I mean, I could be our next Sean Mannion. I mean, in a good way. No, I I actually think his his market value is probably skyrocketed. We're probably too late to the game. You needed to be buying Sam Ellinger. 
like three, four weeks ago. Look, I have a rule though. I only buy autos of of players where I don't have to put it under a microscope to even yeah. see that they. Wrote His penmanship on the card. is terrible, but maybe he's a baller. Maybe he yeah. he doesn't spend time on his autograph. He spends time making plays. I'm sure we talked about this. The worst auto for a marquee player in the hobby. I'm sure this has been brought up, but I'm I'm, I'm he's he is now in that conversation. If well, he's he not a marquee court, player yet. Not yet, right? not yet. But if he does start he to break is, out, he'll be in that conversation. He is part of the elite. There's only 32 starting That's quarterbacks true. in the NFL, That's and true. he is one of them. Yeah. You know, there's a guy that I, I've been, you know, looking at trade rumors and I've been looking at, you know, when McCaffrey came aboard and then obviously the my hatred for Jimmy Garoppolo on a week to week basis. There's a name that people are throwing around and I don't know if there's an investment opportunity and I don't even know what his cards sell for. But people keep throwing the name of Tyler Huntley around from the Ravens, who's not really played much but when he did play he looked really well and, and cody's cody's uh not liking that pick. I, I was gonna i was gonna say if i if i had drop buttons i would just play the cricket noise right now <laughs> there i mean and and i mean there was a trade today i mean we're getting close to that trade deadline there was a trade today the eagles got a lot better uh robert quinn going to the eagles so he's still playing he's still playing and he, he and he's a good he's a good ball player uh, he's a good ball player. He uh, uh. he uh, wasn't. I mean, I think at one point he led the league in sacks. He's not as good as Samson Ebucon, but he's 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 all right. Samson Ebucon. Yep. Good time for Philly sports right now, by the way. It is. Could it yeah. be any better? Is that a, is that Philly a perfect sports? segue into our next topic? You better believe it. <laughs> From Hertz <laughs> to Hoppe. Bryce Harper, your face of baseball. I mean, everybody, like everybody's face of baseball. Looks I mean, like he he wins a World Series. And wins the World Series MVP. You cannot debate that he is the face of baseball. But yeah, and I don't, and I don't disagree. And he's the the biggest benefit in the hobby, I think, out of any of those players, right? I mean, maybe Jordan, maybe Jordan can can can, can gain from, from, from Jeremy World Pena. Yeah, yeah uh, the but, uh, the timing of Top's update could not have, I think, could not have been better. The fact that you have Jeremy Pena's first rookies and you've got Bryson Stott's first rookies, and obviously Pena, the bigger name, just won the ALCS MVP, had a very good rookie year. So uh, I think that's like. It really could not have gone any better. For, and I think we're tops. breaking a little bit of that on Friday. So yep, MojoBreak.com, update, get your team. We ship all cards. You know, we've been grinding away, doing breaks for 12 years. We still ship all cards. We still do tops update, along with all the high-end stuff, Gr- too. Grinding. 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 You put your head down. Put your head down and, and grind. You, and just grind. You never stop. You, never, you never take time to pull your head up no. and look. I don't even drink water. How do you do yeah. <laughs> Hide it. You didn't even try to get drink it water. out of there. Hydration. Well, I mean, overrated. I, I, I'm getting up there in age. I got to care about my health <laughs> a little bit, right? <laughs> I mean, Dan's the next Portnoy, even though he might be older than Dave. No, Portnoy. no, actually, I think he's got a couple years on me. <laughs> I can. I can't really say that about many people now, but I can say that about Portnoy. I think he has three, four, four years, maybe. I have to look it up. Four years, maybe. In terms of like breaker lore, if you want to start throwing in like. Like, we were the first generation, so there's, like, nobody we could say, I'm the next, uh, maybe, I'm, maybe the next, uh, I'm the, Rip, Rip Master? I'm the, ne- <laughs> the next, maybe the next Don West? I'm the next I'm Mr. Ne- Mint. No, yeah, well, yeah, no, 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 well, that's, that, that's exactly it. Like, I, I'm going to be the next Don West. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a But he didn't actually rip cards on camera. He just sold cards. I guess that's a form of it. Get the mustache. Get the shirt. Legends. Get on, was it? 
the home shopping network, right? Not, yeah, not the other yeah. one. But QVC, QVC would be the other one. I get them all. Mixed you know, up. it's funny. Like we we talk about home shopping network, and I really and, and this is not a knock on where our industry is going, but I feel like we're taking that step back into the home shopping network just with like the live live commerce, but the home shopping network is still relevant. Yeah, it, it's still oh, yeah. it's still you. I I can go home and I can watch it, and it's still a thing. Yeah, I mean, we're talking what 35, 40 years of just going strong. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, catered to a certain demographic. Abdel, um, grandmothers. Yes. Right, I was. Yeah. I'm all. Yeah. I'm all sitting right here at the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, it works, and that's why I think you know we've got these. Uh, you know, I think we talk about our friends at Loop. You know, and we talk about all these other live online platforms for selling. And I think we're there where it's going to kind of be probably never as big as Home Shopping Network, but it's going to be kind of like, you know, you had one channel when we were kids or we had 14 channels and now we have thousands. So so now that's kind of what the evolving of that has become. So Home Shopping Network, just just to talk about you it. Just give me idea. We should call them and see if we can do breaks in there. Well. Do you, and, and I haven't, I haven't watched for a while. And I'm pretty sure it's the same way it's always been. You physically have to get your phone and call an order, right? I believe you have to talk to an operator. I believe or they have they, shifted, they, or do they have the the QR code now that you can? Because you, you see it on certain commercials now on TV where you can actually pop open your phone and take the QR code, and it takes you to whatever you know item they're selling. Um, I wonder if they have that for home shop. I'm assuming they they have to, right? I'm assuming so. Yeah, I can tell you as a, this is a we don't watch it often, but my wife's guilty pleasure. She likes to go on QVC or home shopping network. Go, I wonder what they're selling right now, and just likes to watch for a minute. Uh, I I don't so recall there's jewelry being, a lot. Uh, there's jewelry. There's a lot of clothing, mostly, and then obviously seasonal stuff. Uh, it feels like it's always Christmas on Home Shopping Network. I should also say that they do Christmas sales in like March and it's my nightmare in July. It's my nightmare. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're like never too early for Christmas. Like yeah, it is. It's 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 <laughs> August. It's too early. Uh, I think there might be QR codes, but they have shifted to like go to our it's website. Like February. Yeah, it's never too early. for oh, yeah. Christmas. They're like, no, they will do like January, like Christmas blowout sale. We got to get rid of this stuff. And then it's like March again. It's like, whoa, you know, we should have well prepared for next Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I think there is like website, a website you can go on and maybe a QR code. So they have have gotten to this. They got to have the QR code. Right. But I mean, if I was to go on, I'd go, I'd go old school. I'd get a landline. Yep. I mean, you. Into the wall. If, if you're gonna do it, I mean, do it right. You gotta you get a rotary phone then. Yeah, you gotta get a rotary phone, landline, and just sit there. That is the best. Do you part think you'd be of able it, to though. dial on that thing? Would I be able to dial? Sure, a dude. A certain I mean, way to do it. Yep. No, I, I. You, you're not. You're not that young. Like you, you, you no, know. But I think by the time I was calling are, my friends, we had like at least hundred percent, at least a touch tone phone. I am positive. If you had a rotary phone, I don't know what you would hook it up to, but I think you would be able to. And I remember the phone cords being like thirty feet long at one point. Well, you had. I mean, they didn't cook dinner. They didn't have. They didn't have cordless phones. You just needed to have like a seventy foot cable. And they were amazingly powered just by the telephone. You you know what I mean? There wasn't like a, a power thing for the, you know, the actual phone itself. The phone did not have to unless it was a cordless phone, right? Like, but if know. it was like a receiver, you could walk around, and it's no, there's no power. There's no the, power. The phone line. It was, there was amazing. no power. It was amazing. It's ahead of itself. Like, Anyways, <laughs> now we're getting off topic. But it's going to be Christmas for either Philadelphia or Houston. 
Hey guys, Cody here. Thanks for listening to the hype. Before we get back to the action, we want to tell you about the eBay vault. Now, if you're like us, you've been selling and trading cards on eBay for years, while the entire process just got even better thanks to the eBay vault. Now, why vault your cards with the original marketplace? Well, that's because eBay vault isn't just a way to protect what you collect. It's a new way to trade. Not only have your cards never been safer thanks to their secure climate controlled facility, but you're also locking in real savings. You pay no sales tax when you ship to or transact within the vault and there are no storage fees for two years. Now, just imagine everything you can do with all that money. Maybe buy a few extra cards. I don't know, just throwing it out there. And with the eBay vault seamless in-app experience, you can track, buy, and sell your cards in real time. From listing your cards in seconds with eBay collection to tracking trends with eBay price guide, managing your collection is more seamless than ever before. The eBay vault, buy, sell, secure. I want to actually just dive into Bryce Harper because I feel like most of these collectors weren't born when he was a rookie. So does if if he if he you know Wait, most collectors are are ten years old. <laughs> well, I mean, t- what? Tw- uh, yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, I was but like, I, I his, first, his first card was twenty ten. But yeah. the but the hype for Harper though does predate that by quite a bit. Like, yeah. well, he was on the cover of Sports, Sports Illustrated. Like 2008, I remember, yeah. Yeah, 2007 or 2008. Like, I so remember... You're, get, you're getting there, Doug. I, you're getting there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm I saying, remember so being like, in high school, and I think that was the first time I heard about Bryce Harper. Like, as like senior going into college, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. He, I, I think he had 2009 Upper Deck USA Auto. So back then, Upper Deck had the Baseball USA license, which then went to Tops, and I now believe, I believe Panini has it. Actually, Leaf might even have it now. So the USA Baseball license gets floated around. But back then, they had it, and it was his, one of his first autos was on Upper Deck in his USA outfit. Then he had the 2010 Bowman Chrome USA auto, which is kind of famous. Which is then, which is apparently Super Factory Raw is worth a million dollars. Somebody's asking a million dollars for it on a Facebook group, So, um, which is crazy for a child, whatever. It's like, um, I know what I got. I know what I got. I know what I got. But then his, yeah, 2011, he had a paper auto, and then he had a Bowman Chrome auto later. The Bowman Chrome auto tends to be the one that people go after. Uh, and that's what Tops actually used to do. Remember that? They would release a paper auto first, because they did that with Strasburg, too. And then they would release the Chrome version later. So 2011, Bowman Chrome, if they win the World Series, now I know he's in a Nationals uni, does that card go up? Does it double? Does it stay the same? I mean, things are dipping. Dip. You dip, Daniel? I, I think it goes up. I don't know about double. Uh, Harper Harper's already he's already pretty expensive. It's not like he is coming out of nowhere. We're not like oh man, this is Bryce he's Harper fluctuated a lot. Yeah, but we're not gonna be looking go man like Bryce Harper hit three hundred and with four homers in the World Series. That blows my mind. Where'd he come from? Like he's a he's an MVP. That very well could win an MVP again what if, was he, if he did, if he didn't get hurt. He was on path to win yeah. another MVP. What, what did his stats look like this, in this postseason so far? I know he hit that big home run. Uh, he's the NLCS MVP. Uh, he's having a great postseason. It's the obviously the longest postseason he's had in his career, going to the first World Series of his career. He's, he's going to win one before Mike Trout. Yeah, and that's where I think is the interesting question. Obviously, he's never going to reach Mike Trout prices. but they, better. But these two are going to be, right, they're going to be forever connected. And as both were rookies in the same year, both had those all-star game appearances as rookies, they're best friends, like they will forever be connected. And if Harper gets that World Series ring before he does, I, I think this is one of the few Actually, cases. better yet, though, huh. if you look on the other side, Dusty Baker. Does he? He has the longest 
drought of any successful Look, but, manager but Harper, all time. Harper is not a player. Harper potentially could win a World Series for the Phillies. Yeah. Mike Trout. Philly fan. Yeah, that's this is what to me this is like, where if if he wins, <laughs> I genuinely believe he's that, going to Philly. There's a part of me that he's going to Philly. That Mike Trout will say, "Boy, that looked fun. I literally rooted for these this team when I was a kid. I I'm a season ticket holder of the Philadelphia Eagles games, and they're all having a blast. Why don't I just go join Bryce Harper and company? It's I don't to me it was the path they were always heading down when they signed Harper in the first place, and then. And what changed everything was Trout signing that huge deal. Yeah. And it kind of was like, well, he kind of is stuck there, right? I, I don't know. It's, that's a lot to ask to get well, basically the, $600 million to two the guys. Angels, they can't. They've tried. They've tried to build a team around Mike Trout. Yeah. They, they have not I mean, done it, a good job not, of it. It's not going to happen. I I think it's time. I think I think yeah. you at the offseason, they got to break it down. I mean, they, they probably got to trade Otani as well. I think it's time to... Literally break it down, rebuild, uh, start from scratch. They, I mean, imagine even with that contract, imagine what they can get back for Trout. You have two of the maybe the greatest trade assets at your disposal. If you want to look at it that way, get a bunch with, of picks and with young Trout. Prospects. Yeah, I mean, you can literally rebuild a farm system. You can be ready to. If you want to look at it that way, now I know the money that Trout and Billy is like, we will give you Reese Hoskins. We will give you Philly fanatic Bryce and Philly Scott. fanatic. Philly, Philly would you fanatic. trade the Philly fanatic for Mike Trout? Um, what, what was their old stadium that they used to be? In? We'll give you the vet. We'll give you the vet <laughs> if it's still there. We'll John Crock. We'll give you John Crock. <laughs> but I, you, we're going to give you uh, Lenny Dykstra. Well, they'd be like, well, hold a minute. Well, wait a minute. We didn't agree to this. I think, though, Harper is one of those few guys because we always talk about how baseball players winning a World Series doesn't do that much for your value. I really do think it does a really good. It, this is one of those things where I think it really will help his value in the card market because I think there's a lot of people who don't like his attitude or like we're like, eh, he never can make it. He's, he's sort of the same thing as Harper. He's He can't make it. He's not a winner, blah, blah, blah. Whereas I think this kind of changes it. Doing it for Philadelphia um, I, I really On does On paper, help. though, who's a better team in your opinion? Uh, Houston. Houston should win in four games. Like, they're that good. Now, the World Series is weird. Phillies have been great. But Houston is so far and away better than the Philadelphia Phillies. But you I'm, have saying the Phillies I'm saying Astros in five. Yeah, I mean, okay. okay which, yeah. I, which I heard. And actually, i got to give you some credit because we did do the uh, face of baseball. And that was this year, even though it felt like it was last year. You said year. Bryce Harper. And you were the one that said Bryce Harper. And I don't think any of our guys are in it because I said Tatis. That was horribly wrong. I said Juan Soto. I was, I was almost there. Tatis is the face of something, right. but it ain't baseball. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> the face of ringworms. Um, um, no, I'm kidding, Fernando. Don't 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 text me. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I just heard a report. I guess uh, Dusty Baker smoked with Jimi Hendrix. Dude, of course he did. <laughs> Isn't that Cause crazy? Because J- Dusty's the man. He Dusty's so wait, damn wait, cool. Like weed? I would imagine. Sense. Yeah. While now, he was on the Dodgers, I believe that makes that. Did Dusty out. play that long ago? Yeah, yes. it's been a while. He yes. would have been now. He would have been like a rookie. He would have been like a rookie, but still. Yeah, because I'm like, I mean, how? It's crazy. He's crazy. up there. He's. It's crazy to think I, Dusty Baker is that old because he doesn't. He doesn't act. He doesn't like. He, he's. He looks always, great for his age. Yeah, he's super energetic. He got the toothpick. I mean, 
I am rooting for Smoking Dusty. A joint. Yes. I am rooting awesome. for Dusty, but I believe the Dusty curse is a real thing. He will outcoach himself, and I think the Phillies are going to win. Oh, boy. I Yeah, I mean, Phillies have that team of destiny feel, feel right now. They've got and, – and, and – And they snuck into the playoffs. Yep. And I think that the Philadelphia crowd presents a, ho- a home field advantage oh. that no other oh. place has. I mean, yeah, you want to talk They're about – I mean, I – I would love to go see it was, a World it Series game. It was Dusty's game. 18th birthday, birthday in 1967. There you go. That that checks out. Yeah. It's that's cool. pretty remarkable. Dusty's awesome. Love him. Just Hope he, I, you know what? I'll ignore all of the trash can, the cheating, all that, because I, I like Dusty. No, it doesn't matter. Well, that wouldn't happen on Dusty's watch. No. That's the whole reason like they that, got him. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, this, they win this World Series. It almost wipes out that cloud that's over yeah. does that he retire franchise. after this he has to, i right? think he coaches forever <laughs> i i don't i don't i think he loves it too much i want him to stick around just to see boach and dusty manage against each other one last Ooh, time Texas i just want to see that is, yeah yeah i mean who who retires first bruce bochy or dusty baker yeah I will say, I think I think if they win, I think there's a good chance Dusty says, all right, I got my one. You know, because if he, the, he could retire right now without a World Series, I mean, and he, he's still a Hall is, of Fame manager. Is he the most winningest he is, without a rank. manager oh, without far. a rank? Yes. By far. Yeah. By I remember I looked this up, and it was like he was – I think Bobby Cox was holding the candle for a while, but they got that one. They had the one in 95. But, but it was not, like, and, if, and if I'm not mistaken, I think when – so Dusty Baker took over for Roger Craig, right? Yep. And he, Dusty Baker, was the hitting coach for Roger Craig at least eighty nine, ninety, something like that. I know he was in the he was he was in the uh, organization. Uh, I mean, the Giants really haven't had that many. You look at it like the last thirty years, the Giants really haven't had that many managers. What, three? Since Dusty, including Dusty, there have been four managers yeah, of the Dusty, Giants. Dusty, Alou, uh, Boach, Bochy, and Kapler. and Kapler. Well, it goes like this. If you go by wins, you go Connie Mack, Tony LaRussa, John McGraw, Bobby Cox, Joe Torre, Sparky Anderson, Bucky Harris, Joe McCarthy, and Dusty Baker. So he's the only one. Then it goes Walter Alston, Leo DeRocher, and Bruce Bochy, Casey Stingle. So he is the only one in the, thir- in the top 13 well, yeah. without yeah. a championship. That's and you, crazy. And you look, I mean, you, uh, there's, there was not a lot of modern-day names that were. I mean, Bobby Cox, you can say modern-day. I think Tony La Russa was La Russa, on that. You can Boach. say modern-day. Yeah. Putting, putting the name, putting the word modern in front of La Russa <laughs> is, uh, yeah. sounds odd. Yeah. Yeah, you have to go to the 14th coach overall with 1,900 wins, Gene Motch, who didn't even go to a World Series. Jeez. So, um, who just probably coached for a very long time. But I'll say it ends. This is it. This is the Dusty World Series. It just, they're so good. They're so much better than every other team that was, even when they made it the next round. The moment you saw it was Phillies, Padres, Yankees, and, and them. It's like, well, they're so know, much better than know, those three. You know there's crazy things that I know. Can Baseball's happen. weird. It, we're, it's a, it, the only guy to get the first one to four wins. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, and I'll say this: I think that the Phillies have an advantage with Wheeler and Nola in Game One and Two, but 
Astros also are going to throw out Verlander, Fromber. I think the rotation is way deeper for, for the Astros. The bullpen is way deeper. If the Philly, after those first two starters, Philly's bullpen has been shaky. They've been better lately. And the rotation is 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 a little weak after you get past those first two guys. Um, just to me, Astros are the full package. But you're right. Things could get weird because they always do because that's baseball. Yeah, let, let's let's get weird. Yeah, and before we get into the uh, DJ Ski segment here, which is, is, is a fabulous listen, by the way, um, we've got select basketball this week, guys. We've got 21-22 select basketball. I think it's the perfect timing for it. Um, you know, zebras, golds, uh, autos. I mean, so much chase. Um, I, and I think it's actually gotten to a price point that's a little bit more affordable, making the brakes more affordable at mojobreak.com, uh, grabbing personals on loop uh, at six ninety nine as opposed to 1500 in past years, which, you know, is definitely uh, not quite uh, affordable unless you're, you know, big baller status um, like Dusty Baker. And, you know, it's... He's a confirmed baller, yeah. Yeah, he's a confirmed baller. Uh, but um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a and it's right right in the swing of uh, basketball, and we got the new rookies coming in. Kind of still got Cade playing well. You've got uh, a great rookie class, and Select is like kind of one of those staple uh, basketball products to get in on it. Three hits, lots of parallels, lots of rookies. Great timing. It's a great, it's a great time. It's a great time out. It's a great time out. It's a great time out. <laughs> and we have black football. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Cohan. <laughs> right, right. We got black football, 2022 black football, which you want to talk about even more affordable with a hit-based product. Like I said, arguably the 2022 rookie class might arguably be better than 2021. I don't know. It's crazy. I know it's crazy talk, but we got a lot of – if Brees Hall didn't go down, that would have pushed it over the edge. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, pushed it over the edge. I don't think it would have pushed it over it the edge. It would have. Because you have Damian Pierce, you got Brees Hall, you Brees got Chris Olave. I think was leading, was starting, was pretty much the leading candidate for offensive rookie yeah. of the year, right? Yeah. I'm getting a vibe. Doug's just like, but there's a lot of 2022 yeah. products still to come out. We got to be glasses half full. <laughs> yeah, but you got to look at Desmond the val- Ritter. Come on down. Come on. <laughs> exactly. And you got Desmond Ritter. You got Drake London, who's, who's you doing can't, well. You can't be like, Desmond Ritter hasn't even sniffed the field. Yeah, but that's better than like uh, a guy that's like looking like crap. Out hey, there. you know what? You I know, know what? If, I, if I'm going to play the devil's advocate here, and, or maybe I'll be on, no, anyway, I'll be you on Doug's side here. Take your 2022 product. I'll take my 2021 product. Matt Corral. I was just, yes. He's not going to play this year. But, but the Panthers' QB situation is a mess. Yeah. Well, going to get a shot next year. Baker's coming back. No. P.J. Walker. We can't give up. Yeah. I mean, look at P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. It's true. They did beat the uh, the Tom Brady's. Yeah. I, the I most catchable deep ball uh, of the year. Mike Evans dropped it and cost me a fantasy win this week. So, Not that I'm bitter. And then, yeah, I know fantasy. Actually, I've I've been winning fantasy games. My 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 team in real life can't win, but I'm I'm five and one in one league, four and three in another league, and four and three in the other league, something like that. I'm, I'm on people, the winning side. People of all tune them. in to hear about us fantasy talk about hour. our if there's personal. One thing, there's one thing that people love yep. is hearing other people talk about their fantasy leagues. Amen. Just about it's a, it's ranks right up there with how how well did you do at Call of Duty last night? Yep. And also, oh man, I had this crazy dream. You won't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Those are the, everyone loves hearing about those things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let me let me take some time to sit down and hear about this. <laughs> uh, but anyways, also update update baseball is probably one of the better updates uh, in the last couple of years. I mean, it's like they waited, and these guys you, you mentioned uh, uh, from from the guy from the Astros, Pena, yep. Pena, and you've got obviously Julio, Julio, 
You've got, uh, I know Wander Franco already had one, but he's sprinkled in as an SP. <laughs> he's back again. So lots of good chase in Bobby Wicks. updates. Yeah. Bobby uh, I, I think, uh, yeah. Did you look at the checklist? Do we got Torque? Do we got. Torque is we in got, there. We got them all. They're all. The gang's the back, all here. We got, we, the gang is all here. Uh, yeah. Los Gatos Legend. Stephen Kwan is in there. Uh, also, who else we got? Yeah. Pena. Bryson Stott. Aseo Suzuki. Finally. Who was a guy that I feel like at the beginning of the year. Oh, he's in there? He's finally in there. Cubs. Although. No autos of him. Everybody else has autos except Seiya. I don't know what the holdup is. Ch- chase down. Yeah. Uh, or expensive. Yeah, or expensive. expensive. Maybe he's hold, hold That's hold my down. guess. He's, he's I almost had a slip. Did you hear the uh, Commanders? I think it was she had a, a slip and she was remembering some kind of thing and she said the old name and fans went crazy. I'm, I almost did that. Well, I'll tell you right now. Um, I was – Washington had a Thursday night game – at some point it was it was a season and i was listening to it on the radio on the way home and the one of the announcers i i want to say it was the it was the road teams like announcers said their old team like probably 10 times in the Jeez. i mean just kept on doing it i'm like We've okay been, they I'm haven't all, been that for I'm two all, you years could, you could slip up once twice i get it but we're talking i mean it, it was like he didn't even know. Well, he didn't even like know they changed. No one gave he, just, he, he just kept on going for it, and no one had the heart to basically get in his ear and be like, "Well, they were hey, <laughs> they're banning sell the team signs. They're like making people take them off, or like yeah. some even people put like bags over their heads and sell the team. Yeah, you want to walking around the stadium saying you cannot have that. Ah, uh, Dan Snyder's gonna Dan Snyder, isn't he? He is uh, that. What a mess that organization is. Yeah, Absolutely. did they still do? I mean, they. I think. I want to say the Saints, when they were really bad, they would have, like, fans show up and they would have just bags over their heads. They could have no, started no, I think, that. I think that was a thing for, like, a lot of teams. I think at one point the Rams. Yeah. They were, they the, that. I think the Saints started <laughs> that do. in the 70s yeah. <laughs> when they were, like, and they would put the Aints on it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then, yeah, now everybody's doing it. And I got to say, let's all get a new – let's let's get a new trick. Let's, let's do something new, folks. Get creative. Let's you do know? the wave. Yeah, Let's don't. not do the way. <laughs> That's okay. I'm kidding. I'm That's kidding. That's all right. Yeah. Um, well, before we go, I actually, we were talking about Qualcomm. I actually have, I have a trivia question for you two. Okay. Let's Matt see. Harvey. No, no. <laughs> um, before, and I, 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 my money's on Cody on this one. All right. But uh, Doug may surprise me. Before the Padres stadium was called Qualcomm, what was it before? Ooh. Can I go first? Go ahead. Jack Murphy Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Jack. Oh, wow. Surprised you? Wow! Didn't I, uh, well, I, Cody roll, rolled his eyes. I, I, I had it. I had it in the holster. I'll be honest. No, you know. I am so not yeah, that, the baseball guru around here, but that, I can conclu- pull out. that concludes this week of random trivia brought to you by the hype. Da, da, da. Yeah, it, honestly, old stadium names. That's that is my wheelhouse. That's right? your wheelhouse. Yes. Comiskey was that? It was the White Sox, right? That was Comiskey, which now it's uh, what is it? Guaranteed Rate Field. What, what was the old Detroit Tiger Stadium? Tiger Stadium. Was it just Tiger Stadium? It was just how Tiger the, Stadium. How about the Pirates? Uh, that would be oh god, Sheep Park. Three Rivers Stadium. Oh, oh I'm yeah. going way back. I think I'm going yeah, way way back. But rivers. you're right, Three Rivers. Steelers and because there's one thing I know. And what was the uh, what was the old New York Giant Polo Grounds, right? The Polo Grounds. Did the Yankees play there too? Yankees Forbes played there. Fi- for Forbes a Field would have been 
That is Cleveland, I believe. Was it true that the Polo Grounds like fence was like 200 feet and like right field or something like that? But it was yeah. like 500. I think it's center? like it was like 250, 275 down the line. Isn't isn't that the famous Willie Mays yes. catch like running yeah. through literally 700 yards? Yeah, I mean you you it wasn't going to be a homer. Literally <laughs> ran a football field length to get it and then threw it back in to make sure and and so no one would score. I remember I think it's it was the more like, remarkable part. Wasn't of that. it like the, the angle just like it was like this and there's like. Like that, the, like center. Yeah. I was like, so, and then one other thing, we're talking about stadiums, uh, and I think we've actually talked about this in the past, maybe even with Cody. The dumbest design for a stadium, Minute Maid Park, when they had the hill in center so, field. So awful. Like, but so great how like, awful it is. But why? Like, Terrible. <laughs> like, and I want to say there was at least a flagpole around it. There was. Yeah. It was, there was like, it was like a pole that was in the middle. The best part of that is the first year they got rid of they, they realized, oh, we've made a terrible mistake. Get rid of the pole. But what of this hill? Nah, keep it. <laughs> yeah, because you had to run into center field. You're up a hill, right? Up a hill. It went up, up a hill. pole. There's a great... Jim Admins made one of the best <laughs> catches ever running up the yeah, hill. He it was dived, awesome. like, yeah, j- dived onto the hill, if I'm not mistaken. It was an uh, awesome mystery. What a... Yeah, what a Mr. Props to the engineers and designers of Minute Maid Park yeah. back in the day. Or what it used to be called, if you remember that. Uh, a very controversial company. Was it not? It, I thought Mar- it was... Marlboro. No. no. I, thought it, I thought it was Minute Maid, like, out no. of the gate. Uh, it's because only for a year was it called Enron Field. Oh, it yep. makes sense. In early right. 2000s, look up Enron, and you'll you'll see why it's no longer called and Enron they sold Field. it to the fine people of Minute Maid. Yep. Yep. Is it still called Minute Maid? Still called I, Minute Maid. Oh, is it? The Juice, as and some fans call it. Tropicana? Still called The Trop. Is that is that also the Juice Company? Yes, it is. Yes, yes, that's good orange yes. juice. Florida-based orange juice company. Gotta get pulp. So you ever you ever want to no name pulp. a stadium, get into the Juice Company? You don't Try. like pulp in your orange juice? Nah, no pulp. Really? I'm a no pulp guy. Yeah, some pulp my, is fine. My wife doesn't like the pulp either, so I never get to get the pulp. I so. like the pulp, but I don't like too much of it. Because there's like, you can get extra. Extra there, there's extra pulp. <laughs> that is just demonic. Just, I, at that point, just eat an orange. Do you like the? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you like the boba drinks with the? With oh the, hell no! Okay. See, that I like oh, boba. That's no. different. Boba's Dude, different. I don't want gummy balls in my tea, bro. See, but I'm yeah. <laughs> like snot balls, bro. That's different. That it's is, oh, and the straws like just a huge ass diameter. You gotta suck up the balls. Yeah, it's sick. That's <laughs> good. All right, guys. Well, that's enough for this show. Man, we, we can't. Yeah, we'll no, we, I can't. I can't. My we will la- leave you on Boba. The last dude. thing that I say in this podcast cannot be sucking up balls. <laughs> well, fortunately, it's <laughs> <is> today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah. Make sure you jump in on Black Football Update Baseball Jumbo, and we will have Hobby available at MojoBreakShop.com at a great price. Uh, we also are going to be breaking select basketball for a while. Uh, we still have National Treasure Soccer at MojoBreak.com. And join us on the Loop app. And here comes DJ Ski, guys. What's up, everybody? Mojo Break on Loop is live. Cody with you, Doug with you, and you probably already know this guy standing, looking on Loop, sit, you know, sitting in front of our cameras. Uh, music legend, entrepreneur, hobby legend, DJ Skis. What's up, guys? So glad to be here. Yeah. And congrats to Loop for two years. It's crazy. That's right. Yes. I couldn't believe it's been two years already. It seems like just yesterday we were all sitting home in the pandemic breaking boxes for the first time. Yeah. The app started. Now, look at where we are. Your guys' place is insane. We appreciate that, man. I we, love it. We forgot the balloons, though. 
We should have had some balloons. <laughs> yeah, know, where's right? the cake? The cake, balloons <laughs> yeah. next time. DJ Ski, what's up, man? How are we doing? Man, I'm excited to be here, man. Yeah. It's good, good times. It's my favorite month of the year, right? Like, we're wrapping up, uh, you know, we got, like, the, the the four major sports going on right now. So I just love October, yeah. right? Like, October baseball, even though the series didn't go as long as I wanted for the for the championship series. So um, Yeah, only four games uh, for, what, the Astros? And, or, yeah, Astros-Phillies. I feel like what? it's That's a weird one because, like, Astros, every, I mean, they're just like the team everyone hates, yeah, but like, Phil- win. Yeah, 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 right. But like, Philadelphia are. sports also just has that, like, that, that, know, uh, the grittiness, right? Literally. Right. Philadelphia sports fans have a reputation. There you go. I was trying to figure out a nice yeah. way to say that. Yeah, that, that's you a know, nice way well, bigger for yeah. the hobby, though, probably Bryce Harper winning one, right? Yeah, that yeah was for sure. He was a great pickup for the last couple of years, right? Like, a lot of people just forgot, kind of forgot about him, right? And like, he's still was, you know, I remember just the hype. I went to, because when he got called up by Washington, he was it was in L.A. So I remember hearing that night that he got called up. So I got dugout club seats because I was like, I want to see this kid that's so hyped. And I remember he smoked the ball. I think he got a single, but he was just smoking. It was just incredible watching that energy. And he had that, like, star appeal in. And now it's, like, that home run is, you know, just still. Oh, yeah. Locked sure. in. Legendary. Yeah. Like, that's that's already maybe a, maybe I'm going out on a limb here. I feel like it's a top five Philadelphia sports yeah, moment right now. That was, that was incredible to watch live, too. Yeah. Yeah, man, he's he's he is something else. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit about you and your journey into this world before we get going and start yeah, ripping some it. boxes. But like, obviously, your background in music, mm-hmm. uh, ski TV, uh, radio, uh, and, and then all of that builds up to you venturing into cards mm-hmm. and collectibles. Um, when you start to kind of pick out like, a, what do you want to do as a business venture? Like, what? attracted you to this world sure so like sports cards was actually my first business as you know like a seven eight year old like i used to sell them in my garage and to to my friends and just became obsessed with it It was my way to to interact with sports and my favorite players growing up in minnesota and watching you know kirby puckett we have right here um win the world series in 91 is what got me hooked like it was my first high so and after that that's when i was like how do i oh i can buy cards of these players that i love um so that from there the rest was history got into to music and like djing was the path that I took down um, when I moved to L- I moved to LA when I was 17 after I got a job for the CEO of Loud Records um, I you know had to get rid of all my stuff just because I had to pay rent in, in LA and I wasn't getting paid that much um, but then over the years got back into it I've always been like my, my father was always deep into collecting right like he I guess a kid I had a he'd always get me like signed balls and you know we'd go to these games and stadiums and I'd get signatures actually I still have in the 91 World Series, the Twins starting catcher, Brian Harper, threw me his batting glove before Game 7, and I still have that. And I actually went back and got his, like, game-used jersey no now. No way. And framed them together. Wow. So I've always been into, like, collecting and memorabilia. And, well, you know, a lot of people know me from music. That enabled me to, to like, really go deep and start buying and getting all these crazy things. And I was also super deep in the sneaker scene. Um, and when the pandemic happened, right, like, I'd always been – I'd started being, getting back into cards, right? But I really – and I was doing – I do a lot of work with sports teams and leagues yeah. on the entertainment side. So still go back to Minnesota and, and DJ all our Vikings games. I do stuff with the University of Michigan now. We've done everything from like the New Orleans Saints, NBA Finals, uh, MLB now, All-Star Game, playoffs, you name it. And um, so there's always like, a, it was a natural intersection. I just, like the reason I DJ a lot of that stuff is it's my excuse to go to games. Yeah, really, like, definitely. And be in the field. So, you know, I'm, I just try to find ways that to get paid off of things that I love. And that's how kind of cards came about. Like I saw the scene really exploding and knowing that, you know, my background in sports and kind of collecting and entertainment and obviously like I'd always been deep into to sports cards you know I just jumped all in especially when I had a, the pandemic like everybody else we had a lot more time and 
just went crazy and really like had had the time like I'd started accumulating and collecting a little before that but was able to to really go all in and then come with all these like just things that happen like doing the cards with with tops like we have in in front of us you know investing getting involved in companies like loop um that we were an early investor in you know opening shops like cards and coffee um interacting with all you guys like DJing the panini uh we were just talking about Atlantic city parties and for me, it's just so much fun, right? Like, I love the memories and just looking at all these things on the table. I'm, I'm so excited to open it up. So that's that's my story. Yeah. What was one of the first boxes when you jumped back in that you opened up? It was a basketball. It was, uh, what was it? It was Prism Basketball. I forget which year. And I had the worst box ever. <laughs> like, the worst hit. I remember, who was I? I forget. Yeah. I, I was, like, sending pictures to people like, oh, you literally got the worst box ever. Usually <laughs> it's the opposite. Usually you get your big hits, right? And then you never get anything. Yet. Right. This I got literally, like less than anything ever yeah and, yeah maybe it's a good thing it humbles you at the beginning it did, like, for sure. it's gotta like, be better uh, than this right yeah, exactly i was only going up from that yeah but you know then got in and then i started buying like a bunch of old classic stuff like i love all the old like 90s and like always hunting for inserts and all the baseball stuff you know we're talking about products like i mean everything really like baseball basketball football is 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 what i really love as well as like a lot of that alternative random stuff Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's something that we've kind of latched onto is yeah. a lot of the, especially music stuff. And, uh, like, it just feels like that's still this untapped market. You know? That's what I love, right? And that's why even my cards, right? Like, I'd try to combine every all the cards I did with Tops were, were themed with some music inspiration where I'd combine an album, whether it's Prince and Kirby Puckett with a player, right? And, like, that was me remixing it as a DJ. I thought it made sense for my brand. It brought me back to when I was doing mixtapes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, creating those covers because that's how we'd have to sell them. That's all people would see. So it's basically creating, like, mixtape covers from baseball cards which was so fun for that project. Yeah. And you had QR codes for playlists. Yeah, that was, playlists that was an back. awesome element. It was fun. So you could actually have a playlist so you'd understand. And especially because I'd go like, I'd spend, like people like, oh, you did a cool design. I'm like, I'd spend so much time, actually more time like thinking on the concept than the actual design process. Like it would take days, weeks sometimes. And all there'd be so many hidden little details. Like if you look into the card and I could break those down in the playlist because if you just look at it, like, oh, it's a cool design. But like everything from like the reason the border is this, the reason that his hand is holding up three fingers like there's the probably like a hundred little stories in each card and when you really dive down it becomes really really fun for it Sid, it's the two-year anniversary of Loop. Yes. You talked about getting involved in Loop from the get-go here. Uh, what attracted you to getting getting involved uh, with Loop, maybe compared to other similar platforms? Yeah, I think Loop was incredible, right? Just because it was focused on card collectors. And, and Eric and, and the team behind it, now Chris and everybody else that's there, are like real card heads, right? Like, they're actively buying stuff. They know the market. They're not just in it for the dollar signs that they see. Well, there's obviously, we think, a tremendous business opportunity. That's why, I like, look, business it's a business at the end of the day they have to make money that's why we invested in them but I thought it was just a really like authentic pure site that was great and and, like using it right and jumping on and seeing the streams and seeing the reactions and seeing how great the community is you guys are awesome out there like I try to jump in streams whenever I can and uh, it's it's awesome great just talking with you guys and and just seeing the entertainment I thought they just built a really good product that was focused specifically on sports cards and for that sports card world and I thought they you know did just an incredible job with it yeah I totally agree Yeah, yeah doing doing this now breaking on loop i know i got ty here he's, yeah. he's also helping out so like we're in agreement yeah it's it's a great community we love great. being a part of it y'all are awesome uh so hey let's without further ado let's let's rip open some boxes let's go shall we? let's, let's start off it. with that in case if you want to rip that open there, let's, the box so the only rule before we get started yeah. any minnesota cards 
I get first dibs at, right? <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Let's go, right? I mean, Loop, what do we say? Nobody else wants my miserable. Maybe, <laughs> I, said, I was saying maybe. I mean, Justin, we got Justin Jefferson now, right? We got Mac Jones on the cover. What do we think about that situation? Uh, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones. I don't know. They should have put a Viking on the play. We're, we're five and one, right? Right, like, exactly. I'm messed up with that one. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm trying to debate if we're real or not. I want to see if people in chat are the Vikings for real. I mean, we've Man. come back from some of these games. Like, I don't know on the fence. Like, some of the games we should have won that were closer. Others, like, we sh maybe sh not shouldn't have won, but record's five and one. All this yeah. I, I don't know. This is, like, the weirdest year of the NFL, like, in years. I know they're, they pride themselves on, like, parody is our one thing. We love that everybody's involved, but, like, it's it's really hard to tell I don't know because of like, that who's real. Like, I'm like, are we going to the Super Bowl or are we going to fall off? I mean, I'm obviously optimistic, yeah. but. I've had my heart broken too many times. Yeah, I so think Cousins getting over that playoff hump, right? Getting there, yeah. but then getting those wins. I'll also believe the end of Aaron Rodgers when I see it. I, I, I'm I know, at the right? like I, 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 I for it. Is it? I hate the it we're close. Like it's as close as it's ever been. But Vikings well, and Bears fans uniting on that I know. One. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we love it. Yeah. Right, which one? Which one? All right, let's start let's with, start off with the pack, and then we'll see what is inside that encase pack. Let's see what we got in here. Let's start off with a with an auto right here, and Ooh, I love the customization on look this at too. That. Tylen Wallace, who writes Ravens Flock. Here, let's see if we can see that up there. That's a pretty sick sig I customization. Like that. I like that. Rookie endorsements number five out of fifty. That's a great one. All right, not a bad little start. Now we'll see what we got. What are we calling our shot here? Twenty twenty one. We got Trevor. We got Mac. We got Trey. We got. I'm calling a, a Viking. I'm calling, I'm calling a Viking, Viking here, right? Who's twenty one twenty one for the Kellen Vikings? Kellen Mond. Kellamond, yeah, I was gonna probably say, probably gonna it be, be right. Keen and Wangwu. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, you guys man. are gonna like this. Is that a is that a green team there? It's, it's a green team. Oh man, we just talked about him. It's somebody. I know. Uh, he's from yeah. Graded Ooh. number. Ooh. There we wow. go. BGS nine rookie notable signatures number thirty seven of fifty. We have Zach Wilson. Wow. wow, that's a great card right that's there. That's incredible. That's a great get. All right, we're starting off strong right now for the two year anniversary here at Loop. What do you say? You want to want to do some rap packs? Yeah, let's stuff? do that. I was going to say you mentioned yeah. Loud wow. Records. Yes, and if correct me if I'm wrong, that's a Wu, Wu Tang days, Wu -Tang right? Clan, right. You know Wu Tang Forever. I remember mm. Gravel Pit on, in my disc man. That's when I was there, um, yeah. You know it was. Uh, I, I could recite most of the first verse of uh, <laughs> Triumph. There we um, go. I won't do it for the kids that are watching <laughs> this, but. Uh, We've got some rat packs. We also Dude, have some pro sick. set superstars as well. That's and uh, sick. let's see if we generate any stories out That's of these. That's so today. sick. I haven't actually ripped these. I've seen the cards in them, but I've never ripped oh, nice. a pack of these. So I'm excited to see what's in this. Enough is enough. Oh, that's creative. Another, we're getting some 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 of these like one hit wonders. This is like opening up like a, a Bowman set, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. it's true. Years later, and you're like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> 2004. The guys are already out. Colin of the league, James. Yeah. Yep. I've heard the name, but <sighs> yeah, I don't really remember. Are, I feel bad as a DJ. All right. The Bullet Boys. <laughs> Look at those pants, right? Like this is the there we dance go. Right there we, that's there. My, there we go. That's smooth up in you. That is. There uh, we go. I think that is. You're right. That's good knowledge. Doug. Still, the outfits are still stuck in the '80s in this one <laughs> yeah. too. It's a '91. Good set. Halloween outfits now. Flesh for Lulu. <laughs> we're getting right. some. We're getting out there. Are these real? These What's that? <laughs> oh, like here we go. Here we go. Here's a here's a here's a real star. Is a banger. Keith Sweat. Oh, oh there we go. To, I love my '90s R&B. So. Yep. Oh, this it starts off with a big one. That's a banger. Ooh. A young Lenny Kravitz. Lenny. I don't know if that's a rookie oh, that card. might be rookie Lenny Kravitz. Is that a rookie Lenny Kravitz? It'd be pretty close, I'd imagine. Yeah, exactly. This young artist, yeah, debut in 1989, so it's right up there. It's a young looking Lenny Kravitz. You have 
Randy Rhodes. Nice, from Ozzy Osbourne. With the classic right, little, yeah. uh, you remember those like little uh, guitars, the electric mm-hmm. guitars that were in, in fashion then. I used to play guitar and I used to want one of those styles. Is that, a, is that a Jackson uh, yeah. Jackson V? Yep. <laughs> we got yeah. a music store, so he, he, he knows all the, you know all it all. the gear. And I think we got one that we talked about next. After Bo Diddley, we have, which is a good one. In Bo Diddley is like, yeah, it's got like a, it's like a parallel. Is that Madonna? Ooh. Madonna. Oh, yeah. And she's Could featured in that photo. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I think I She's featured down. heavily in this Madonna. Set too. Yeah, yeah. Fire with it when she had the, the cone bra, too. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the iconic, like, 1991. Right. Isn't it crazy that we're. This was, what, 31 years ago? Yeah. And look at how she's still, like, still around. Isn't that crazy? A lot of these people, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. It's nuts. That's what's great about Well, music. you mentioned Snoop Dogg, another guy who's just lasted forever and yeah. forever, right? One of the number one guys out there. It's it's crazy. It's the 30th anniversary next, uh, in December, of the Chronic Dre's album, which is Snoop's real, like, debut. So Snoop. 30 years in the game now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right, let's get to this rap pack. Yeah, yeah. let's What do are we it. hunting for in here? What are the hits? Uh, I know there's an Easy e rookie. Yep. Um, I believe it's an NWA rookie card. That's uh, sick. Kid Rock, when we had the actual, yeah. the uh, Kid and Play haircut. Wow. <laughs> yeah, when he was full on That's rapper. insane. Yeah. So these are my homies. We just had an event with them. We got a station with them on Dash. Booyah Tribe. Oh, okay. Shout out to Booyah Tribe. That's that real OG stuff. So, and they're still around. Shout out to, to my whole Pacific Islander family out there. Um, great, great guys. I've known them forever. They're always around. So I'm going to actually steal yeah. that yeah. one. Get them to sign it. Yeah, there you Come go. back. There we go. There you go. Yeah. UTFO. And look at like the old, like the diamonds in the in the little like logo, right? Oh, yeah. Like they yeah. got the logo. That's, that's fire, so right? Nice. So I don't know if that's like a parallel, right? Like instead of there, at least he didn't have foil yeah, at that, that time. Yeah, that their version. Michelle A., Right, okay. there's another from, uh, from Death Row. Yep, mm-hmm. Death Row. Right, speaking of of that time and Dr. Dre. Right, and Let's Play House on the Dog Pound album Ooh, was great. Yeah. Oh, there we go. This, this one's fire. One. Here's a guy that I work with a lot. Ice Cube. Nice. Oh, okay. That's a great one, I right? Seen the photo, but we got I might have to get him to on. sign that one too. You got the Jerry Curl under the with the Coming to the America theme, shirt the coming on. Coming to America shirt. That's sick. I'm gonna get him to sign that one. Kid and Play. Okay. There we go. Who at the time were so huge, massive, huge. right? Like bigger than Ooh. all these people. Yep. Damn, there's a lot in there. Just seems like it never ends. Mellow Man Ace. Okay. <laughs> look at the look at the little like '90s background, right? It's like the the photo oh, background yeah. of the lasers. I was gonna the, say it's the type of place you go like laser. to get your family yes. photo at Sears or something. Yeah. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. All right, let's get to the next pack quickly. Right. We'll see what we've got in there. That was some good hits. That in was. There. While you're Actually, opening that one, I do yeah. want I do want to ask from your Ski TV days. I mean, you had a ton of artists come through for the yeah. very first time. Were there any guys that walked through? Any groups that walked through? Where the moment you saw them, you're like. They're, they're gonna make it like even maybe before you heard some of those guys yeah, yeah there was I'm trying to think in like the biggest ones I mean game when I first met him um, that was in Ski TV that was a little before but yeah. doing that I just knew he was gonna be a superstar before he even signed like Aftermath and or no I guess he was at Aftermath at the time but before he was messing yeah. with 50 and stuff so he just had that like quality and charisma you knew it instantly um, Akon early on when we had him on the show I remember we had so many people like watching I mean Kendrick early I knew he was just the best rapper I'd ever seen I just didn't know if he was going to be able to make like an album because he was just like a freestyle rapper yeah. and we're like alright can he actually do it and he's gone on to make these incredible albums um, so he had it Post just always had like records and a different energy Travis was always just like different and out there right so he just had like that different star appeal so yeah you kind of know Gaga came in with just the swagger of like she was already Madonna right wow. so yeah, like watching that and Bieber I didn't like you know I knew Scooter for a while and when he got the studio, all these girls showed up outside. And I was like, Scooter, you don't got to fake it and, like, try to bring these girls to try to impress <laughs> me like he has fans. He's like, no, they're really no, real. All, yeah. So I was like, so when I saw that, I was like, wow, his fan base is, is insane. this is when he was, like, right after the YouTube, Young right? kid, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, he, his voice hadn't even changed yet. So <laughs> it's crazy. Of course, we got our ads again. You can join the Pump It Up posse. There's and the guess who our big card is? Guess who? Easy. 
There Ooh, we go. That's easy e right there as we talked about. Yeah, that's actually, a great the, picture the graded too. Graded ones of those do really well. It's so sick. So I actually was going to um, one of my cards. I had a Bo Jackson card for tops that Bo stopped approving any cards from that. But I had, dude, it was the sickest one. I had an Easy E cover of him. It was basically this pose. It might have actually been the same image where I had Bo with that with the Jerry curl. And it's crazy because one of Easy E's albums covers, he's wearing um, the guy behind him is wearing an Angels hat, and the other guy he's wearing a Sox hat, which is Bo's team, and the other guy's wearing a Royals hat behind him, which is just insane. And the actual yeah. real easy e yeah. album cover yeah. i was That's like wild. what like those yeah those teams that Bo was on right so i was like i was so excited about it hopefully we can put it out someday gangstar r.i.p guru oh, yeah. dj yeah. premiere one of the greatest producers of all time mitchie me and la love again don't know and there we, we go got more if we want to keep we got more rep packs we'll do a couple yeah, yeah, more right yeah, like yeah, these are fun more. yeah these are really fun like i, I like it too. right how I was watching a video. I'm a big MGK fan, even from yeah. when he started rapping, and I still he like had that star now. appeal too early um, on. How were you so calm when you flipped over that couch on that set that day? That I'm was crazy. To, I've done. I've been around him and known him, you know, for for years since uh, he first you're just came up. There chilling, and he's just flipping over the couch. Yeah, he's he's hype, right? Like he loves to get turned up. Like that's what his shows are like. That's really what he yeah. is. So I loved it. I love that energy. Anything that's it's wild like that, and you know, I've been through all the situations. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I yeah. embrace that stuff. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, there's been. A enough of those moments in you know it working oh, in the music light. world that was easy yeah exactly it's that's like, just oh, another day at the office do. exactly the sound guy had to run in there though real quick and yeah exactly <laughs> put his mic on right that's a sick one that's i see right there that's picture. gangster still around right now and it's probably yeah. more kids probably know him from it's gonna, tv show yeah, right? i think right. he actually just put out he's now the longest tenured actor on television right now that's insane isn't that wild really good for him yeah from wow. hip-hop right from like yeah. Would That's you have insane. thought in the early no. 90s it would have been... 187 on Undercover Guy? Right? Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, no, right? Ice-T was... would be Law & Order and Snoop Dogg would be doing a show with Martha Stewart. That's where we're Crazy, at. right? That's, here we are in 2020. Marley Mall and Kurt Curtis Blow, two OG hip-hop legends, so only fitting for it. And let's get one more pack. Kid in Play followed by Kid in Play to Kid with Rock. The wow. With the haircut. <laughs> that haircut. That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta take a picture of this. This is well, he wild. Was on, Look at him um, on the back. He was on an insane clown posse record when he. Well, was I had no days. idea. Yeah. So you're teaching it me. Was... I didn't know about early Kid Rock like this. That's what I had heard of him because a lot of my friends I had no insane idea. Clown posse, and uh, he Yo, was on like one wild. of their first albums because they were both from Detroit. So I think it was like, hey, yeah. do a record with. Shout to Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. All right, what do you say? Should Let's. We, should we, should we do, open uh, a big boy right here? Panini uh, one and one. That's one and one. Nineteen twenty. That's one on one, nineteen twenty. You sure you guys want me to touch this? Oh we're yes. Gonna, we're gonna lose it if we pull one of those guys. <laughs> we're gonna lose yeah, it. Yeah. What's Flip the reaction gonna be? What do you guys? Such what do you guys hope for? Who are your favorite players? Um, I'm a Warrior fan, so Curry. You know. Um, I mean, Zion's really. It's weird to say I'm he's on the, on the come Zion up, train. but like the way he looks early season right. is impressive. You guys are gonna like this one. Oh, really? I think, you I, guys I, think I might have caught a peak. Yeah. Any guesses? Not who you said. That's my hint. Any guesses in there? They're gonna like it. Bay Area is the the, the hint. Nope. Oh Are yeah, you, that's what it would have been. That's a good one. Yeah, that that would have been, been a great yeah. one. What do you guys think Chris it is? Mullen? Let's see. Look at that. Did I call it? Call Chris your shot. right there. Called the shot. Wow. Such a fire card right there, right? And on card too. You gonna call a shot again now? True. Uh, Cody, you want to take a go? I want to go one for one, and then, and then I'm, uh, I'm going to say this time we get a rookie. Who other 1920 rookies? It's probably going to be a base card, Ooh, I think. We've got or a downtown. We've got a downtown. Ooh, oh my oh, god! Wow. Kobe White. Ooh. Whoa! Wow! Wow! 
Wow. It's a good one, right? That and that really bull, I haven't actually paid attention. The Bulls downtown one is fire, That's right? A really That's a great piece one. of art. That's actually one of the sicker downtown versions yeah. that we have. We've got a lot more to rip here, too. So, yeah. Uh, lots of stuff to You want to get, yeah. You want, what, what should we, I'll let you pick. Let's do baseball. Yeah, I'll let's do baseball. it. Since it's baseball season, I'm yep. excited about it. I'm, I'm really, series you know, on Friday. I know everybody's hyped about basketball and football now. I love yeah. baseball still. It's I want to ask you. 22 is such a good year. I'm sure you've been asked this before. Uh, your Mount Rushmore of Minnesota sports. And I want to I wanna have this caveat. Just Uh-oh. please remember. Prince is one and zero against Charlie Murphy in pickup basketball, so you can you can include him on your on your Minnesota <laughs> you sports Prince. That's, that's I feel like there. you can put Prince on every Minnesota Mount Rushmore music, sports, everything. Like you just put him there. Period. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do I got to do two sides. I've got to do like classic right growing up and then yeah. current. So because otherwise it's too difficult to to break down. But obviously Kirby Puckett, like that's what got me yeah. into sports. Being there, '91 World Series. Growing up, Kevin Garnett, being able to watch him play from his rookie year on, right? Yeah. And, and like, I remember going to a game and watching him in the Jordan 11s, this 18 year old kid that was seven feet tall that weighed about 120 pounds, right? Like, and watching him grow into to a league MVP. Growing up, Randy Moss was, was my yeah, idol. So like, yeah. There was nobody from the moment he stepped on the scene and just like, it's, it's weird because you watch Justin Jefferson who's like setting every record, right? And you're like, quietly, you're like, wait, how does he have 200 yards? And he's incredible. And it quite he quietly does it. Like Moss was the opposite. He boldly did it. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like three catches, like we remember the how the the what was it, the Thanksgiving game against Dallas, right? Yeah. Where he like three catches, three touchdowns, hundred and eighty like something insane, right? Like gets the turkey leg after and actually tries to eat it and doesn't realize you can't. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean he's just yeah, so dominant. Food, it's just yeah. so exciting to watch. Um current I'm gonna say like in the twins. Ooh, it's tough. My favorite, like, Byron Buxton. He's just the most exciting he's player when he's so healthy, I think, in MLB. Like, what he does, like, I always love defensive center fielders. That's why I loved Ken Griffey Jr. so much. Beyond what you do with the bat, like, it's what you you do in the field, and he's one of the best fielders. Just so incredible when he's healthy. But Luis Arias is the most interesting player, I think, to watch yeah. taking at bat. The best pure hitter that you've seen. He, he literally practices. It's my guy. He practices in his hotel room and I tee every night, like, he puts in the work. He's got an old school mentality that you don't see, I feel like, from modern hitters. And it's, he's not appreciated, right? Because he's yeah. a batting average guy yeah. and like the best pure hitter that you'll see that's not hitting him out of the park. The kind of so. guy that I think is going to benefit next year when all the rules 100%. change, the defensive shifts are gone. Like I feel like he's gonna type, that type of he's player great. is going to thrive And still again. won a batting title this year, right? Yeah. Like first-time All-Star. So, so those two from the Twins. Vikings, I mean, I'm going to go, like, in defense with my guys, like, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith's uh, a beast. Like, two OG legends that have been down with the team for yeah. since I've been working with them, right? Like, the last two, I think the only two players that have been with the team the whole time since I started working with them in 2016. But then it's, like, Check. Justin Jefferson, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And didn't, didn't uh, was, who did Randy play when he pulled, when he did the, and he got that a penalty Packers. for that? Was that Packers? Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. Packers. Yeah. I, the Joe Buck call still is one of the oh, funniest, <laughs> the most yeah. disgusting act. Oh, God. Because I think T.O. gets a lot of credit for the celebrations, but it was kind of Randy Randy's was, thing. Yeah. Randy did it low He was kind of the yeah. trendsetter. I love Randy. He, then, to, he walked so T.O. could run, you know? And then basketball, like, look, I'll say three T-Wolves. I mean, Anthony Edwards is so exciting. Cat yeah. is so talented. And Rudy's such a good fit. And they're all homies. So we got a good, like, yeah. good little window right now. This is the year. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. I know I, I gave I'll you I'll throw in some answers, hockey love. Kirill the Thrill of Kaprizov also for, sure, for the wild. Right? Like, uh, the, he's insane. Yeah. They've got a lot of great young players. All right. All let's right. see what I we're starting look, off this with. Sounds pretty fun, right? Like, okay. we'll take it back. I went to last year when I was in New York. Um, it was the which anniversary of 9-11? What was it? The 20-year uh, anniversary the 20th, of 9-11. Yeah. I went to that game, and it was just electric. Mets yeah. game. Wow. So 
It's only right that we have oh, oh, Piazza. Yeah. Yeah. Piazza. Right? Oh, nice. King's autographed relic card from 2022 Luminaries nice. Baseball, which is six sick card Piazza, one of the you know great catchers, especially growing up of that of my oh, generation. Oh yeah, and obviously right? that like iconic just, moment after the first game yeah, in New York. Like, after Piazza is the man. Yeah, greatest hitting catcher of all time. Oh, without question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Although, I was going to say. I'd say pure hitting Joe Mauer while he was a catcher. I was about to say. Can you qualify him as a catcher? And that's what sucks. Like, once he had the concussion, right? Like, he moved to first base where the value wasn't. And he just, like, it actually affected his hitting and stuff, too. So, he didn't bat as good. But up until the point of that injury, Joe Mauer without question. Oh, he was. Yeah. He was so good. The best hitting catcher of all time in that short period. He's batting, like, 347 and hitting home runs and stuff as a a catcher. Yeah. I remember playing fantasy baseball. If you missed Joe Mauer, you were just like, I'm not even going to draft a catcher for like. So I went to high, 10 rounds. I, he was a year earlier than me. He went to, to Creighton High School in St. Paul. I went to Central, yeah. so we'd play him. He's so good. He's batting like 600 in high Jeez. school. <laughs> While he won football player of the year and stuff, it just right. wasn't fair. I was like, I was a good, like, I thought I was going to be a pro baseball player. I would say, I, there's one player better than me. It was it was Joe. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. School, so. Yeah, he was a pretty good one. Yeah. He's got a legit... Uh, claimed, I think, Minnesota Mount Rushmore just yeah, for being for sure. a hometown kid. And yeah, too. being a hometown kid. Like, yeah. and, and like, look, everybody's like, oh, you got paid to. We're like, no, they, you had to sign him, right? Like, yeah. if he stayed healthy and did those things, it's just like an unfortunate, fortunate circumstance yeah. him getting the, you know, the injuries that, you know, took him out. And it just, it sucks to see that, but still had like a great career to oh, see. I yeah, think so. Right? I think like, he's got a legit shot at the Hall of Fame yeah. when, when that time comes. We got so, some Sterling baseball now, 2022. Fine. This is an incredible box. And we have right. themed packs, which is awesome with this stuff. Oh, so yeah. you can kind of dream you, of what you're going to hit. Which do we want to do? Do we want to do the MVP winners or the postseason performers? Ooh. Start with the postseason performers. Let's start with that. that. Let's see what we get so out we of So we got one MVP autograph winners. relic card, number 25, or one unique one-of-one relic. Yep. And there's bat knobs. There's cut autos. Dude, those are so cool, right? Like, anytime you get a card with, like, some of those pieces on it, I still don't know how the hell they put those in, right? Right, like, yeah. Off and the bat knobs always look legit. Right. Yeah. Or where they get I'm the like, cleats with, like, the dirt in them yeah. still. This is one of my favorite they ones. They used to have this in – they stopped making it for about 10 years, but yeah. they had it in 07 and 08, and they were oh, player-themed wow. then. So you'd pull it, and it'd be, like, Paul Molitor or Johnny Bench, or they actually had Barry Bonds back then. <laughs> actually a really good one, especially for th- – this team should have made the, the World Series there. Um, I watched him in 91 go against the Twins and luckily lose. He's now a commentator. This is a beautiful card and a great all-time great pitcher, right? Oh, John oh wow. Smoltz. Look at those patches. That's sick But patches. I remember watching him in his rookie year was 91, and he was pitching in the 91 World Series. Of course. I think he started game The six, iconic game six, against yeah. uh, or did he game go seven? seven. Yeah, he did seven. That's him right. and Jack Morris, the iconic right. matchup. Went, and again, pitched, you know. What's that one number two? Is right. that a? One of one. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's why I was like, wow. Braves fans and like. A lot of the older ones, like one on one Smoltz with That's some amazing patches I'm too. That back in this box, I'm not yeah. even touching this one. Can we That's top fire. that in the next pack? Well, we'll That's see. a tough one, right? Like a one on one Smoltz, like all time legend. It's another one on one. This one's gonna be fun because it's gonna be a, a, a patch. Oh wow! On the back, it's a jersey patch from a great Colorado player. Maybe Helton. Oh, it's got to be Todd Helton or Larry Galarraga. Walker. Yeah, there we go. We got Larry Walker. Larry we got Walker. the K from Larry Walker. Oh my right God! There. Wow, that's a awesome. sick card, right? That wow, look at that patch. Hall of Famer. Game used memorabilia right there. You can see the little like um, it's really cool on this one too because you actually see the purple pinstripe in the back of the K oh, yeah. from the positioning of the way it is from the diamond uh, from the Rockies uniform. So wow, really sick card. I used to love that. I used to wear Rockies hat all the time as a kid because I just love those colors. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yep, sick. Card. And they're an expansion team, so something new. Mm-hmm. So. 
know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is that? I wonder if that was from the SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. He wore. For oh the man, <laughs> dude. You want to talk about drip? <laughs> yeah. Larry Walker wearing the SpongeBob. I think he even wore a little like SpongeBob enamel pin. Yeah. Like just a little subtle hint when he was up there. Yeah. That and that was a Pandy Hall of Fame ceremony, right? Because it was like uh, yeah, he waited of, yeah. a year, but yeah, he was just was a in video his SpongeBob one. Yeah. outfit, That's camo outfit. Yeah, no, he was a, he was a great player, like just such a good hitter and stuff. So. Super good. Before we start ripping more boxes, yep. um, I kind of a little bit different of question for you. You obviously have uh, a lot of business ventures and uh, I think there's probably a lot of folks watching on loop and watching here who would like to know like kind of your tips of like what does it take to be a good entrepreneur like Mm -hmm. ideas that you kind of that you seek when you're looking at new business ventures new ideas what are you know maybe it's a really broad question no it's like what do you when you're going into a new business or a new line uh or or something or something new in business what are you looking for great question um for me i was boiled down to to like you know it's it's like i say the three p's i have them hung over my office it's like patience persistence and perseverance right like those are the keys to to success you have to be patient as difficult as that can be for me sometimes right and then you know the most successful people are the ones that don't quit that that's really the key thing it's who's standing at the end of the day it's like a a, a prize fight you can lose rounds and you're gonna get knocked out you're gonna get punched it's can you withstand that can you stand at the end because a lot like that's half the battle like you win if you're just the last one standing and then persevering through all the adversity and everything that you face so people that can fight through those things are you know i i take all day like the fighter and the somebody that's more aggressive versus somebody with even like a better idea for that like because it's at the end of the day you've just got to figure it out out and things are going to change but that's kind of how i'm here right like it's a lot of hard work and never giving up and just keeping it right and like well i post all the highlights and all those things i'm like look there's always the whole other side of like all the other work and the things behind the scenes yeah. that don't go right like posting the highlight reels we don't post the the downside so people don't see that as much but you know for for me it's just like never quitting if i you know if i, if I listen to all the no's that i got and still get right like i, I wouldn't be anywhere but yeah know. how do you stay organized during all this like what's question. what's your tips to to stay on track for all these ventures for sure i mean it's identifying like what your time is right like that's the one thing you can't get back and it's most precious to us so making sure that you're doing things that kind of like figuring out where you ultimately want to be and making sure that everything you do kind of falls in that path. That's why even when people hit me up to do something or for like investment in something, if it doesn't fall within those guidelines, it might be great. It's just not for me or not an area that I can help out or be, you know, specialize in. Um, So for me, it's, and then it's just like organizing and and always constantly challenging yourself and surrounding yourself with the right people that can help guide you through that, that aren't just like, yes, man, that are going to help, you know, guide you in the right direction and give you that sounding board um, and give you great advice from that and you know then just going out and you know actually like maintaining and executing the things that you say you're going to do yeah yeah and i noticed you, you mentioned a lot of your stuff is based on passion and i think that's yeah. the biggest key to success 100%. is loving what you do right 100 percent. Um, but going along with that you know there's always going to be stuff that are, go along with your passion that you don't want to do 100 so percent. Right? how do you force yourself to do those things it's, that aren't as fun it's tough right like like you guys right like you guys are opening sports cards for a living it's incredible but with that you still have to ship them out you have to yeah. set up the website you have to set up all the behind the scenes stuff like this is the fun stuff this isn't work even though it is right like this is the fun part but all the things that take to get here and all the years of work to to get to that point where you have the platform and the audience to to be able to do this for a living is what takes a long time and is what the the grind's about right so you have to realize like see where you want to go and be willing to make that sacrifice to to get to that end road and to be able to react to all the obstacles in your way 
Now, if I think I saw on your uh, about that you were selling PS2s, and that's how you got hooked yeah, up with yeah, Loud. Yeah. So you were kind of flipping those things, and yeah, then just it was in the right place at the right time? I was always like entrepreneurial, and my friends at high school would work at like Best Buy or Target. So I'd slide them 20 bucks to tell me when the new shipments were coming in, and I'd go buy them and sell them for double the money on eBay as a kid, right? Like that was my job, right? Like running around town doing that. And I got connected to, to, to Steve, who was the CEO of Loud and Sony, and he needed one for his son, so hooked him up and knew who he was and, you know, stayed in contact and built a rapport with him. And, you know, over time, like, just built a relationship where I was like, hey, I have some ideas and just send him some stuff. And I, like, the coolest thing that I wanted at the time, I was like, man, maybe he'll send me, like, a Wu-Tang Clan hoodie. Like, that would have been the coolest <laughs> thing ever. He actually That's then offered it. me, like, a job. And I, I actually didn't expect that. And But and you have to, and then you also have to, like, when those opportunities come, like, I was in high school, 16 years old, I was like, all right, well, am I really ready to, like, leave Minneapolis and, like, move to L.A.? Like, it's always like, yeah, I want to move and do that. But when it really boils down to it are you really willing and ready to do that so you have to like when those opportunities present themselves you can't be scared to jump in and I did it and luckily it worked out yeah. so how do you awesome. determine if something's not working what do, I mean like you, you know, know some of your ventures you, you just know, know in your you head just can't lie. yeah you, you can't lie to yourself you see you see the data and you evolve whether that's moving on or adjusting it or adapting but you just have to be real with yourself and I think that's one area where I've always had like a good I've always been good at like identifying trends early on and seeing like what's working and what isn't and, and maneuvering and figuring a way to get them to work or, or you know moving away from that stuff if it doesn't like you, yeah. you, you learn more oftentimes from those failures people say it all the time than you do the successes so yeah I was you take those say. learnings and it, it'll help you. And you look back and you're like, oh, that, no matter how hard it is at the time, I've always looked back on failures and like, oh, that happened at this time because it prepared me for this next moment where I took advantage and did something different or took some learning from that that made something else that much more successful. Yeah. Even though it's tough to appreciate at the time. No, I yeah. think that's something <laughs> you know? that I just hear across the board from, from yeah. successful people is it's like the failures are the things you're yep. going to learn way, way more from. 100%. You know, you don't want to let the success get to your head too much. Or you else, can't. You know. And by the way, when you have success, it doesn't last that long, right? Like right. If I have put out a great card with tops, it's always like, all right, what's next? If yep. I put mm -hmm. out a song, if I do a, write a book, right? Like all these things that I've done this year, it's like, all right, what's next? Like, that's cool. But like, what am I going to say? I wrote a book a year ago, two years yeah. ago, three years ago. Like, doesn't really matter. Got to be ready to pivot. Got to keep it moving. Yeah, exactly. Momentum. All right. What we, let's try to build some momentum here. Let's go. 1920. Let's do it. 1920. I, I mean, I think we might have saved the best for last year. I, I yeah, hope. I'm feeling Let's it. get some jaw, some jaw right now. He's looking so. I feel like everyone in the hobby is like, "Oh, Zion's back. He looks great." But like, Jaw's literally like looking like an MVP right now. He's like, yeah, he's really yeah. He's, he's had like the dunk of the year three times already, and there's I've like seen five them play games. a couple times in Minnesota randomly too, and they're just like they're an exciting. They're team. an electric team. Like, so this is an interesting one. It's a uh, first team signature number two of five. Wow. The Nuggets, old school. David Thompson. Okay. So that's the first one. Nice so. penmanship there. Okay. Yeah, it's it's setting us up. I think. Let's see what this next yeah, one is. Yeah, hopefully, I lost the. No, we got it. We got it downtown right. in the first one. This one's pretty fun. So he had a great rookie season during. The, I think the pandemic was his rookie year, um, and this is a rookie card because of the year that it is. Number nine out of twenty from the Miami Heat. He had a song about him too. Speaking of music, it's only right I get it, right? Jack Harlow, Tyler yeah. Harrow, right? <laughs> so, that's a really good one, actually. That's a good one. Six man of the year last year. Six man of the year. Still an exciting player. Could shoot and, and lots of hype and lots of uh, things going on. Miami's a good team. Miami's a really good team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that whole Eastern Conference, I just and feel wait, like. did Jimmy so Butler shave his braids? He, they're yeah. gone. I think they were extensions, right? Yeah. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. 
that was so bad. I saw him and I was all those memes. At, yeah, and I was looking at the cards that he had and stuff too. I was like, so oh, funny. Man, he, I, so I think bad. this is now a recurring thing. Like he does this as like a troll job at the beginning of the year because he knows it's picture day, yeah. and then like every picture, every promo yeah. of him throughout the year is just him in like the goofiest Dude, looking hairdo. So, yeah. You mentioned Very a good. sports song. What's the best sports songs of all time? I know Sheck West had Mobamba. That still goes. That's that's a that beat is that that, that beat goes is hard. Sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying um, to think. There's not a lot of music, uh, you know, is, in terms of sports, you know, that. Uh, I, you know. Lo- I love it. Yeah, in terms of players, I just love, though, for me, like, it's so great. Like, I, when I used to go to the games as a kid, like, my favorite moment actually in sports, probably in sports history, if you're like, tell the moment, like, beyond, like, maybe the Twins getting, like, that seventh out and, and scoring that because it's tough to top, is just watching any game in the 90s, turning on TV, right? Bulls are on TV. Stadium goes black. Yep. Alan Parsons, you hear the little guitar riff. Do, 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 do. From North Carolina. Yep. Still the yes. Number 23. Like, I get goosebumps even just talking about that. So now <laughs> to be able to come back and help program and sequence, like, sports and music games and do those things is just so incredible. It's literally, like, my dream job, right? Like, I always thought I was going to be a pro athlete as a kid. And now I'm like, I've made it to the pros just in a, in a different way, right? You have to pivot, like, talking about what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, you take a different path. It wasn't actually playing, but I still found a way to the major leagues, right? And yeah. So, um, but being at, like, those moments and, like, hearing those songs, like, Alan Parsons Project, Go look up if you, kids if you haven't watched that Michael Jordan intro. It's electric, mm-hmm. right? Like Last Dance on Netflix. There you go. Dude, Get a plug like, if it needed it. It's so incredible, right? <laughs> like that's just like the most energy that you'll ever feel, no matter what. Like from from those things. So I love being able to program that. And I remember playing for like one of those moments. I remember was we, were, we launched Big Three, and it was back in Philly, and Iverson was there. So it was Dr. J and Iverson. So playing the music for Iverson, and I played one of my remixes, and just. The arena was electric, yeah, and like watching nice. him come out to that um, in Minnesota doing it, and even recently in Michigan, like playing the biggest stadium in North America. The only thing stadium bigger in the world is like an India cricket arena, but for 112,000 wow. people that are singing like Mr. Brightside, like when I cut the music out, it's <laughs> nice. Just, like, and there's there's no bigger venue, so it gets no bigger as, as a DJ, right? Then yeah. there's no bigger that you can play and to have 112,000 people singing that stuff. It, your kind of whim is in control is just electric. In music and sports, it's like I, I think I, I point to this year uh, the Edwin Diaz walkout this Dude, year. Yeah, it just caught crazy, on. Right? It was wild, and they actually got incredible. Timmy Trumpet there, and it was it's just incredible. It's, I love it. Now everybody copy. We did a thing for I did some stuff for. Um, um, Jorge Lopez and the Twins after obviously yeah. everybody saw those things so we did a little, little intro I remixed um, we did the lights out part of the Travis Scott and Drake uh, sicko mode like remix um, and like would dark out the stadium for it so yeah for me that's where I love and, and I think like look when people go to games like at the end of the day it's entertainment like yep. that's why you're buying tickets exactly. and fun so that's a key key part and element of it and I remember like I really realized the power of it during the pandemic going to Minnesota and still going to the stadium with no fans there I'm literally the only person and maybe a couple photographers walking around in the seats and at first I was like, oh, this will be awesome. I'm the only one there. I don't yeah, have to deal with yeah. people. It was so miserable and like not having that. And, and I actually didn't go the first game. They ca- The team called me and were like, you have to come out. Like the energy is so dead. Even with no fans, like we've got to at least do something to hype the guys up. So just seeing like the impact that, that music has on the whole environment is, you know, awesome. And that's where, you know, I'm just so fortunate to do what yeah. I do. And it's, you need those fans to feed off of it because there are yeah. things that you can't predict. 100%. Like, doing things like this year, like I, I DJed for the first time a NASCAR race live yeah. when they did the Clash at the Coliseum oh, yeah, yeah. in L.A. this year and then went back out and did some stuff at the Daytona 500. Like, that was wild an experience. It's, it's fun. Yeah. So. yeah. It's I'm awesome. fortunate. I'm very fortunate.
This has been so much fun. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah, this has been a blast. Coming yeah. down. Yeah. Of course. Let's, incredible. Let's I make it happen. Rivets. I mean, this is just so fun. So yeah. shout out to Chris and shout out to the whole Loop team. Congrats on two years. Absolutely. Two years awesome. Yeah. For card, card yeah, yeah. talk about it. Um, there's going to be some more Tops drops coming this year. Nice. So I see some stuff we're close to. I love that stuff. Things. If you so see, if you actually, like we got these, that. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do a little promotion. We're going to rebring out. And I'm actually going to drop um, a free card um, if you buy some of my Project 70 stuff. I'm pulling some out of the vault that I saved. And I did like an Aaron Rodgers 62 card that's going to be live next week. For free, and we're gonna give those away free with each um, each order of people that buy my. Aaron Rodgers, you didn't season. you didn't burn them? <laughs> Had to be gritting your teeth while you're designing that one, I'd imagine. Definitely no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the Bucks and DMX card, I gotta I gotta actually say while you're here, one of the coolest. Thank you. That designs. was my favorite. Yeah, and especially from those things, and that we did that the time that DMX passed away, so like the timing was yeah. right. And when it, the best compliment that I get was when Byron told me like, "Man, this is the best card anybody's ever made of me." I was like, "Wow, that was that, yeah. that hit the spot." Especially like he's my favorite player right now, like yeah. legitimately to watch. That's Mm -hmm. such a dope card for yeah, a dope player. Incredible. Yeah. So. All right. Well, guys, DJ Ski. Thank you guys again Thank so you much. again for joining us. Course, uh, appreciate it. Really fun time. Yeah, Let's do it again. Of course. All right, guys. That is it for the hype. Hope you enjoyed it. Once again, happy two-year birthday for Loop. Check them out. Download the app now. Fun times on Loop. We're breaking stuff all the time there. Go say hi to Ty and Cody. And uh, make sure you follow us at MojoBreak underscore com on Twitter. MojoBreak underscore com on Instagram. And check out the uh, free shot for spot challenge. And you can get a free spot in select basketball. And we will see you on next week's hype. Peace.